0: What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. This podcast is meant to be really conversational and casual, just a couple of leaders here at Fathom talking about faith and life and talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on Monday through Saturday and not just on Sunday. So tune in, listen to the conversation and open your heart. We pray that this really helps. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott, here with lead pastor of Fathom Church, Kyle Nelson.
1: Feeling very festive these days, feeling very festive. The Christmas music is rolling and uh, excited to be here for our final episode of the year.
0: Yeah. Let's do this. Final episode of 2021. We are, man, in this Emmanuel series, our Advent series, again, non-traditional, sir yeah (laughs) again with the non-traditional uh emmanuel god with us god as the answer Mm -hmm. to our problems and so i think you you actually alluded it alluded alluded alluded, alluded, to it (laughs) from a stage on sunday but like you are like i'm we're gonna talk about fear and anxiety and then instantly everybody's full of fear and anxiety yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, it <laughs> kind of goes heavy real, real quick, and I'm like, don't worry, we've got a kids program that's, that's right. going to be super cute at the end.
0: And it was, and it was. Yeah. But so here's the funny thing is, okay, Christina, podcast time, we're going to talk about fear and anxiety, and then whoosh, right. fear and anxiety. What's that going to yeah. look like? What's going So, Fathom Beyond Sunday listeners, this one's going to be a little shorter, Never fear. We're going to go a little bit shorter on this one this week. Um, just give you a, a few things to, to think about, a few things to chew on um, as we continue to process through this Emmanuel series and, um, yeah, head into Christmas festivities.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: So, yeah, I was, um, I was telling you, I, and I think you've known this for a while. We've known each other for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And if you've known me for longer than, I don't know, eight or ten minutes, you know the thing that I'm the most scared of is critters. Yeah,
1: yeah, cockroaches in, uh, in particular. Even
0: just saying the yeah, word.
1: Yeah. Like it it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Growing <laughs> up in Florida. I mean, Florida's just like we're we're known for our beaches and our hanging chads and Disney World. Disney World and cockroaches. cockroaches. Yeah
0: palmetto bugs people like to call them palmetto bugs like, like that makes them sound fancy yeah they're gross
1: yeah they are gross <laughs> they are gross um product and of we, the we fall. find them not alive here often um every once in a while but but we do see them dead
0: all the time often
1: and it's we always just send you out of the room that's and, right
0: shout yeah. out to our pest control company that we only really ever see them <laughs> De- dead yeah, so yeah, shout yeah. out to that fathom <laughs> church pest control happening so yeah that's my my um most common fear so when you were talking about different things that people are scared of or that cause anxiety i'm sitting there going yep i know exactly the thing that causes me a little bit of fear here and there and it's not public speaking and it's not fear of death it's fear of being awakened in the middle of the night because a cockroach is on me
1: yeah public speaking is one of those um that has never been the case you know for me it's a just definitely a, a grace God's given but it's off stage on the other hand I, I mean I could literally be in a, a room of thousands of people and I actually feel more comfortable on the stage than I do off because there's just a social anxiety about that I was right before we hit record like for my wife for Taryn um, like a wedding reception is like such a joyful, it should be a great experience for everybody. Um, she loves that. It feels like a date night to her. And for me, it's like a torture chamber. Like I just, I just, I don't know this, uh, like lots of small talk and stuff. Um, I'm just, I'm more introverted and I would prefer to, you know, be sitting at somebody's house on right. the couch, like hanging out, uh, having a officiating meal, officiating
0: the wedding. Right. And then. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but just not walking around making social interactions and stuff right. like that. And so, but you never know it, you know, walking around, you know, church and it's not like, I I honestly, I'm not putting on a front with it either. Um, there's just God's given grace for it in that environment to, to do what I'm called to do and to yeah. love doing it. Right. Um, and not to fake my way through it genuinely. Um, and so... Yeah, there's grace for it still. Exactly. There's grace for our fears and anxieties.
0: And sometimes, right, sometimes those things that we are scared of or that give us anxiety, it's recognizing those things, like kind of seeing it for what it is, recognizing what it is, and then, like you said, like giving that thing to God and saying, like, do what you're going to do in me with this. Like mm-hmm. I I trust you with this and that sometimes, okay, so maybe this thing is, I'm going to, it's going to be removed. And now I don't have to do this thing anymore because I've given it over to you, Lord. Or maybe it's going to be, you're going to remove that anxiety and the thing the the task or the thing or whatever it is, you know, is going to remain.
1: Yeah. And that's why I really took an approach on Sunday of like, It takes getting down to the root, and I think at the end of the day, what what I was trying to express, I'm not sure how clearly on on Sunday, but that, you know, Emmanuel cares for the root. God cares for the root, and at times when we're suffering with anxiety or fears that have a a large spectrum of impact on our life, um, some completely debilitating, you know, from social interactions or from certain environments or whatever, and some that actually keep us from what God's called us to, Mm -hmm. just literally out of fear. Um, And it's just amazing in the scriptures. It's a clear theme. It's a clear motif from the early parts of scripture through the the ends of of, of scripture. Um, And and clearly here in this birth narrative, this do not fear, do not be afraid. God is Mm -hmm. always coming. Cause I am with you, and I will be with you. Yeah. Um, it's a constant message to Israel and to um, and to us today um, that that He's there with us, and that's why I, I took a minute to to really slow down and and say, Hey, it can be coming from a lot of different places. Some, right. Something chemical going on. Yeah. I, I didn't discuss this on Sunday, but it's been on my mind since then. When I realized I didn't really talk about this, but trauma, right? Like pre- previous, you know, uh, trauma, which you know, God can help bring healing to to counselors through his divine touch. He can set us free from those things. Right. Um, and then other times it's like we pray for that for years to be released from some of these things. And, and some people still battle with those things up until, um, until, um, until they die. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why I'm like, Emmanuel's going to treat the root, whether it's on this side or on that side, he's going to treat the root and we can pray in, in faith and confidence, knowing that he cares for us. And he, he knows us and He loves us, um, and uh, that's kind of where I I ended things. So, but there's a lot of different reasons that that we you know suffer things. You can go back and listen to the message. We don't have to yeah detail them all there.
0: But right, yeah. um, I think I, one of the things that I took from it that was you know like I say I reference back to my notes all the time mm-hmm. when we are talking through this podcast stuff and the stuff that really hits me and I find in big bold letters is just kind of right out of the gate. You're like. This is, this might be kind of a heavy message, but hey, listen, Proverbs tells us (laughs) the Proverbs tells us anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up, like cheer up and like the whole room cheer up. Right. Because it's not about like, this isn't a message just about the the darkness. It's about this light. It is about that. There is an Emmanuel. There is a God who is with us. He was willing to come to earth and go through yeah. these things with like, you know, there had to be some nerves in his fully human and yet fully God body, right? There's nerves, there's nervousness about different things and, and uh, just experiences that regardless of whether you, you know, he sees the end from the beginning, yeah. there's still, you know, you have free will, human, you could still make another choice.
1: Yeah, when I was talking about, um, sometimes it, it, it comes from, our anxiety comes from a spiritual attack. And I was talking about the passage in 1 Peter, um, you know, and about the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking mm-hmm. for someone to devour. And it's just interesting that literally the verse before he says, cast all your anxiety, you know, on him because he cares for you. And, right. and just thinking about how much God cared for us to send his son. Absolutely. Not just to come to be perfect, but to endure Right. But to endure and to suffer mm-hmm. through, I mean, a whole litany, litany, a full range of human experience that we feel. Um, and even when we think about, you know, people who have gone through physical abuse of some sort, some level, like God in his omniscience knew that already. Right. But he took it another step further to fully, like, show us that he knows. Right. <laughs> to show us that he knows in enduring that physical pain um, of abuse from others you know whether it be betrayal um, Mm -hmm. or being misunderstood right right? i mean you name it uh, being hungry (laughs) i mean you um, being tired and weary all of the things he came
0: and frustrated yeah (laughs) i mean
1: you name it all those emotions we feel angry Mm -hmm. like he's felt them all um, and it's casting those anxieties and those fears and um, all of that range of emotion um, on him, um, just knowing that he cares for us and that he, you know, I love the ending part of that First Peter passage. Um, uh, First Peter 5, 6 through 11 was the passage I, I referred to on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you've suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and stead- steadfast. Um, so, It's not for nothing, you know. Uh, He's a God who cares and who wants to bring healing and steadfastness and uh, a firmness in our spirit, even as our body seems to waste away, our minds seem to waste away on certain days and certain seasons of our life.
0: Yeah. One of the things, when you were referencing that passage, one of the things that stuck out what I wrote down is that that kind of real talk, like you're looking— you're looking at, and I feel like all of us in the face when you say it, right? And also looking back in, you know, maybe in the mirror at some points of your life or whatever, but it's not like some of us have been that someone to devour for way too long. Yeah. Like we're, yep. we're in this victim yeah. place instead of the victor yep. place. And um, that really kind of hit me because it may not be that you are uh, really acting out of that in your whole life, right? You might be, it might be this one area of your life yeah. that you are act, that you are able to get devoured or like, you know yeah. what I mean? You're the one who is just in this one area of your life or in this one thing you are still holding on kind of tight to something you should release yeah. or you are... Um, you know, just really struggling. And so everything else you're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But this one thing you can't seem to get a handle on is the one thing yeah. that is the root of this anxiety or whatever. It just really kind of got me. I was like, oh, that doesn't mean in every it doesn't mean you're just weak and wasted away in every single area. But you have left yourself vulnerable.
1: Yeah. You've left a seat at the table for the enemy there and you've left a foothold as you know, the scriptures, you know, point to that militaristic, Mm -hmm. you know, term foothold, which is a place in your camp. Right. (laughs) uh, Essentially. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I was, I was really struck by that and what that looks like to, to change, to sort of shift that mindset or shift your, Mm. that place from victim to Victor and who, our God is it's not even about it's not about who we are or how strong we are over some kind of thing because yeah. it may be like you said before there may be some something chemical mm. there may be something that you had no control over a trauma you had over no, no control over but shifting that mindset to from I am a victim of this yep. to God can use this in some way
1: yeah, and and bring healing, you know, and yeah. bring healing. I mean, I I love how that First Peter five verse six starts. Humble yourself, yes. therefore, under the Lord's mighty hand. And, and the reality is that takes all kinds of shapes and sizes in our life of what it looks like to humble ourselves under God's mighty hand. Um, just the reference of it—not just His hand, but His mighty hand. Mm-hmm. Um, just knowing that He's able to restore. He's able to do that. That he's going to do that after the suffering for a little while. as it says, you know, and and to him be the power forever and ever, Amen. And so, so there's just a a, a lot there that we can, um, you know, look at. But that's, um, you know, he he's a God who heals. It, it is a God who he's a God who sees. And, and I think it, it does go back to one of the, the early parts of uh, reasons why I think that I, I reference on Sunday of we can have anxiety because we've just lost sight of who God is and who we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. This is a major one. I think that we all, every single person, regardless of what you've been through, what you're going through at some point in your life, you have felt anxiety because of just this very simple, you've lost sight of who God is, right? You've lost sight of who you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's not something like, Oh, got there. Now I know who God is. And then never, right. No, it is a daily just reminding myself, this is, the beauty of of prayer and scripture and community and worship together and fellowship together because they all work together to remind us of who God is and who we are in Christ, which we need, we need, because there'll be another thing that happens. There'll be Mm -hmm. a distraction over here that pulls our attention. And um, if we're not in practices on our, on a daily basis and throughout our week that are reminding us, then don't be surprised when that anxiety begins to, to, to begin to pop up right, um, and we begin to lose sight and then we become a person, you know, for him to devour, the, yeah. the devil to devour, so.
0: Well, and I think it's important too that in so many ways and in, in different people at different places in their, in their walk with Christ that some of you, some of us, right, some of you listening right now um, may be at a place where he's revealing himself to you, and you're learning new things about who he is. Mm, yeah. um, and so, yeah. and there that happens, I mean, because God is who he is, yeah. it's the timing of when he reveals something about his character to you is intentional. Yeah. It's not, he's not flippant about when he reveals himself to us and when he reminds us of what we maybe have forgotten, but also when he gives us fresh perspective and a fresh like oh you didn't know that i'm also this yeah
1: isn't that the beauty of of god like we the reality he's god we can't know him fully that would make us god right you know and so that's humbling ourselves under the lord's mighty hand knowing that um god you're you're your ways are not my ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your thoughts are not my thoughts. You're so, so much higher, so much bigger. And then keeping ourselves humble in that way. God, and hu- humble and hungry um, and honest is the, the three H's I, I <laughs> use a lot of times for a lot of things of just saying, God, I want to know you more. God, I yeah. want to know who you are. Teach me who you are in this season. Whatever I'm going through, teach me who you are and who I am in you um, through this this moment in time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, just to like we said, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast. But I did want to um, kind of (laughs) call our attention back to something that you spoke of briefly on Sunday and didn't really expound upon, and ask for your ask for the opportunity for you to really dive a little bit deeper into that. And that's the phrase that you used: common grace. Yeah, common grace. So right after you used it on Sunday and explained it in a in a brief form, I then immediately turned around and referenced and was like, oh, you mean common grace about something in our, in just pop culture society kind of thing. So why don't you, we'll tell our listeners what you were talking about within common grace. And then I have a que- I have some questions.
1: Yeah. We think about really the, the story of scripture and in early in this year we we went through kind of casket empty as like god's redeeming work in the world um a very kind of basic version of that is we have creation god is creator there's the fall that takes place we're, we're in a fallen world mm-hmm. um and then there's redemption you know that's part of god's plan and then there's consummation that like god's finished it. so there's just those four things like an easy way for us to think through a biblical worldview if you will uh, and in that redemptive work of God, clearly Christ is the focus, you know, h- of His plan. Um, it, it, and there's so many levels in which Christ is redeeming the world, um, you know, both from a personal level um, as uh, as well as through His church and, and how He's working that out, uh, and through us living out a kingdom ethic, uh, a kingdom. Uh, mindset and Mm -hmm. lifestyle, we're bringing that redemption, right? We're his ambassadors. We're the light of the world. We're a city on a hill, all those things. Um, But another way in which God is actually using to redeem the world is actually what is considered a common grace, which is um, that God in, in his you know, infinite wisdom has given and allowed, you know, things to come into the world that are actually helpful, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, things like good business practices, you know, um, roads and highways, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That actually help us get from one place to another. Um, things like, uh, medicine, um, uh, psychiatry, things Mm -hmm. that, uh, God can work through and and help us. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: pest control.
1: Pest control. There you go. There's another one. Um, good public policy, things mm-hmm. that are good for the city, good for society. Um, and that those things are not antithesis to God's work, but they're actually a common grace. You know, it's a grace that's given to, um, to non-believers and believers alike that that reflect God's redemptive nature in mm-hmm. some uh, way, shape, or form, and so that's that's kind of a, a little bit more than that yeah. kind of flyby that I did on on Sunday. But yeah. um, you can see that in a lot of different ways. I, I used art and music um, as another way, and and sometimes God has spiritually gifted someone for that. But um, it, it may, you know, many times just be a common grace that's flowing through and, and for our enjoyment and pleasure and reflection.
0: Yeah. And so I was wondering, my, I don't know that I have a lot of questions, but I was kind of wondering what that. So I have described our earth, the earth that we live Mm -hmm. on, as this place that there has never been, there's never been a human being on the planet who, and there isn't now, who wasn't affected by the Holy Spirit's work in the earth. That at all times, God has been at work Mm -hmm. in the earth. And that, regardless of their acceptance mm-hmm. or their not yet knowledge, whether you know whether they have heard um, about who Jesus mm-hmm. is, if we're talking about now or or whatnot, any at any point, there's nobody that lived on the earth that wasn't affected by the Holy Spirit at work in the mm-hmm. earth. And so, it I've always I've thought of it as the working of the Lord in the earth. And then when you said that, when you said common grace, I was like, I wonder how those two things work together. Or if we're talking about the same thing in two in different language. Both.
1: Both. I think there is a different thing there. Um, and I, I would talk about it more, and what that's called theologically is general revelation mm-hmm. and special revelation. Mm-hmm. General revelation is through creation, special revelation being scripture, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Um, so I, my favorite scripture that just came to mind was right there in Romans one twenty. for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, mm-hmm. his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Right. Um, for although they knew God, they neither glorified him, uh, as God and gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened in it. continues on but uh, i'm actually using verse 25 in my sermon this coming week but um anyway yeah so yes i think we were kind of talking around same thing god's spirit who hovered out Mm -hmm. over the beginning of creation god empowering and um you know providing for those graces to be present Um, but i think when we talk about it really creation wise you know so i think it's creation Mm -hmm. and then it happening in society I, I think might be the differentiation if that makes right. sense
0: right in creation and then from when in, we're talking
1: about general revelation and common grace that that might be the, the way to differentiate yeah. that so. Cool. so we're learning all kinds of things I together. know yeah, it's yeah, super fun cool. it's super
0: fun so we do yeah we we're not taking off Christmas shopping we're not going and nope and we got some more content we're gonna thumbs, do for yeah. you
1: this afternoon or not this afternoon, this morning. We're, wherever. we're gonna
0: go we're we're gonna take a little bit of a break. We'll miss you Couple for weeks. the next two weeks and we'll come back in the new year excited to do another we're excited to do another podcast, but specifically getting to do a QA podcast in January. We're really pumped to do that. So you guys you can um, catch
1: up on old episodes. Yeah. Go check out the Fathom Family Podcast.
0: Yeah, I actually ca- caught up a little bit on the Fathom Family podcast this morning. So do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> a short. That, do that and and share those share those content. Share that content with people. Um, you know, if it resonates with you, share that with a friend because we are we're really excited about um some of those teachings and then Definitely you know, email us at info at and let us know some of the questions that you have uh, for us in January. And listen, it doesn't have to be this deeply theological thing. You can straight up ask... Hey, what's your favorite kind of pie? I mean, I know that we answered you got the best that guacamole. one, right? You're right. <laughs> I know that we answered some of those, and just on our own, we tend to answer things like that for you. But if there's a question that has come up in one of our uh, more recent podcasts or something that's come up from a message, know that we want to answer those questions for you guys. So again, we love you. We're praying for you. We hope that you have a really merry Christmas, and we'll see you in 2022. Nailed it. Ha <laughs> ha!